No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey, this is Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters, and this podcast is part of the Osiris podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics. Check them out for all kinds of new music, news, and information. Osiris. No simple road.
Apple. God damn it. Apple. Wait, everybody hang on a second. I need to tell Apple something. What? I need to put my headphones on. I need you to put your headphones on. But second, there is never going to be another chill weekend again as long as we live. Fuck you. We're just having fun. From now on, it's fun. And that's it. Just get used to having fun. And this will all be a lot easier. This is what happens when when they... it goes nonstop. So it's thirty shit. bucks for the tickets Jake. to Yoto. So we're going to see Yoto. who? Yoto. Yoto. Say it right. Yoto. There we go. Yoto. Uh-oh. Ryder. Uh, that's not oh, stand by. Are we fixed, Ryder? We're fixed. It's all better. <laughs> what was wrong? Apple broke it. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway. Yeah, hey, now, No Simple Road family, welcome back to another magical, wonderful, spectacular, stupendous episode with the gang. We're all here, and we have a special guest today. Very special very guest. Special guest. Very, special guest. Oh, yes. very special family member. Yeah. Everybody say hi to Blaze. Hi, Blaze. Hi, Blaze. <laughs> Yay. Here, I'm going to turn the mic so you can say hi to the, to the folks. It's good to be here with my No Simple Road family. Yeah. Not just the ones I'm here in person with, but for the ones that will be listening to this as well. Oh. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, what is it? Defy family, you know, like, what is a friend? I don't know. You tell us. <sighs> I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> what is a friend? A friend is someone who doesn't want to be your family or doesn't know how to be your family yet. Wow. And so okay. you convince them that they are family. Well, welcome to the fucking porch, Blaze. Oh, you know, Shit. I, you know I was I, I thought I wanted Blaze to go home, but he can stay now. Yeah, yeah right you on, can Blaze. stay. Yeah. I love you, buddy. Gotta just sleep out here. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I like those trees over there. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, comfy yeah. trees. It's, it's nice. Yeah. I saw some so, spiders. Guys. <laughs> wow. Things have changed around here in the past couple weeks. Um Yeah, your beard's got fuller. Thank you, Wolfman Whiskers. Yes, thank you, buddy. But before I continue, I digress. This episode of No Simple Road is sponsored <gasps> by Shop Tour <gasps> Bus. Sponsored! Shop Tour Bus! Hashtag sponsor. <laughs> yeah, man. At, with the little ampersand thing, Shop Tour Bus is sponsoring No Simple Road. Luke and the roadies. Oh my gosh are part of our family. We're part of their family. I guess if you think about it, part. we are all just family yep. now. One big family. So here's the deal, guys. recognize your brother. Everyone you meet. <laughs> Shirts are cool. We all love buying merch, right? Yeah. Yes. Everybody here likes buying merch. We like making merch, too. We do. We like making merch. I like having a shirt. Right? Having a shirt it's is always nice. always good to have a shirt. But when you order a shirt, wouldn't it be cool if that shirt came at like with a prize? With a prize, <laughs> little surprise. But something that you would absolutely like, and it came in a box that was personally hand decorated just for you. Wow. Wouldn't that be like, cool? Like, wait, wait, hold on. Are they one of a kind boxes? Yes. 
As a like matter of fact, by individual, one of a kind, one of a kind, wow. handmade boxes. Some, some Luke happened to hand decorated. They are my, not handmade. They well, did okay. not make the cardboard or decorated my oh. box, and he put a tiny, cute little bat on it, and a little notepad with squares <laughs> in it, and a little. Um, I don't like you're I telling me they else. they sit there and they draw like little cute doodles yeah. and stuff for on the every whole order, thing? every shirt Everyone? that's ordered, every underline exclamation point dot 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 order that happens shop tour bus does a custom box gives you a bootleg tape a pencil to spool the tape with candy extra stickers a newsletter dude oh best fucking deal ever i I bet they only have like one shirt right they only have like one shirt nope Go to their website. Oh my You'll goodness. see. Ton- well, that cassette on our road trip recently was legit. Yes. We finally... I have my nice 2007 Toyota Highlander that still has a player. cassette deck in it. And, I, oh man. I the said whole to Apple... way there and back, we were listening to Vanita and what was the other it was 70 70 and then 72 74 74 oh man thank you guys while we were driving i said to apple i go you know up until this trip your tape deck has been ironic and funny (laughs) now all of a sudden it's not so ironic and funny anymore hey they still make so my point is you're right Thank you, Shop Tour Bus, for becoming our sponsor. And if you guys listen to No Simple Road, you should go check them out if you haven't checked them out already because Luke and everybody over there are part of our family. And this is all about family supporting family. So Melanie has more to say about Shop Tour Bus. Shop Tour Bus. I have something to say about awesome shop tour bus because when we started this and even talked about the perspective of like taking like sponsors i just told aaron i was like i don't want to do anything or represent anything i don't believe in and okay i get it like everybody has bills to pay or whatever but if you start selling out early then you'll sell out yeah, wait till all later the time i guess i guess wait a minute pays when, we, when we talk to reed uh-huh mathis mm-hmm I think it was Reed. Yeah. We he did. said, if you're talking. getting paid to do what you're doing, you have, quote, unquote, sold, sold out. out. So. Well, just to wrap up what I was saying is, is that Aaron really believed in this company the second he saw it. Like the first yeah. day he saw it, he was so excited. He came home from work like he had won the lottery. Like, look at the coolest like a kid thing with a new toy showing it off He to was everyone. so excited. And then he was like, he said, like, maybe a few weeks later, he's like, you know what? I just can't stop freaking thinking about this place. It's like really impacted me. And if we had a sponsor, I'd want Shop Tour Bus to sponsor us. And here it is, Shop Tour Bus sponsoring us. So thank you. Thank you, Shop Tour Bus. You're freaking amazing. Your products are amazing. Your shirts feel soft and cozy, and you guys are amazing. So that that's a that's thing it. that was never in in my mind. Like when I bought a shirt, I never ever thought about like the feel of it. I would go to a show and I would look at the designs and I would pick the design shirt that I wanted. Melanie opened my mind to a whole world of. <laughs> Paying attention to the feel of the shirt and the thickness of it and the stitching and the tag and like all that. I never paid attention to that shit. Yeah, because we all have that. I know I have probably five of them in my closet that are itchy. They're thick. 
they're like canvas they're itchy i've washed them too many times trying to soften them and they're not nice and give them to simon he can he can soften them up for you for real okay yeah we'll do that i'll do that so thank welcome the tip. to the family shop tour bus we love you guys go check them out and yeah that's our that's our commercial for this show yeah <laughs> it'll be different every week it'll be different yeah. every week yeah yeah that's our 15 second spot yeah. so what <laughs> what i was gonna say before i started the shop tour bus thing things have changed around here in the past oh, couple yeah. weeks yeah, Damn. check Boy, that out high five babe, that was fucking good yeah things have really really changed so we got back from high sierra and you're hearing those episodes come out slowly but surely and oh you can head over to our youtube channel and check out the amazing video oh that God. we got sent there's clips from all the episode or all of the interviews that we did at high sierra with some really nice video done by our fabulous osiris podcast network it's and kind of what we it was really cool wanted yeah it's exactly what we wanted yep yes. we got what we wanted <laughs> Thanks. Over and over again. Yeah, it's a thing. It seems to be a theme around here. Uh -huh. really. It's yeah. a theme around here. So, yeah, we went to High Sierra and we did that. And then we came back and we had a couple of weeks off, which we didn't have any time off. We worked the whole time doing our day jobs and Tommy Tacos came and visited us. And that was fun though. He made, yeah, yeah, he, he made the best Tommy. fucking tacos. Tommy, His name is man. Tommy Tacos for a reason. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why Tommy is a part of the family. And what him, are they? Well, coming home to the most delicious fish tacos. Fish? I, nope. Oh, wait. I don't know why I said fish. Chicken, Chicken tacos. Okay, I'm mixing Tommy Tacos and the meat. fish concert. White That's meat. what I just did. <laughs> they were tacos, but they were fish chicken. They were fish chicken tacos. You guys, you caught me off guard. No, I'm chicken a little fish. shandy uh, down. <laughs> anyway, no, Tommy Tacos, thank you so much for dinner that night. Chicken tacos and fish concert. That's what I meant. You jammed with us. <laughs> it was fucking rad. Um, and Party favors. That's all I, I, I mean, party favor. You had it hooked up. Yeah, he came with the goods. Let me just he say that. No, Owsley would correct. be proud. Owsley would be a, proud. Tommy Shit. came correct. Talk about a groovy motherfucker too, dude. He was so fun to dance with. Mm -hmm. He was kicking with Shit. me. Yep. And you? Yeah, so wait, 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 wait. Oh, guys, sorry, sorry, keep sorry, it together. Sorry, keep it together. Stay on the rails. Stay on the rails. Yeah. Are we there? Everybody, settle down. Sorry, we're excited. Take a breath. So Back to you know, a lot of things have changed around here lately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, everybody <laughs> shot out of a cannon. So we haven't we had a recut Tommy a here, and then we had a little bit of time off. And no, we didn't. Yes, we did. And then it was time, time to go to the fit to the fish show at the gorge. And man, oh man! So the couple of days leading up to the show, it was weird, man. Like in retrospect, thinking about it. I was physically ill. Like, I had been drinking this green algae shit in the morning. Yeah. Now it's shit. <laughs> it, it's wonderful stuff. It messed him up. And it really works. It detoxes you. But you end up when you sick. daily take tox, <clears throat> when you D it, you feel like dog shit. So, yeah, man, I was feeling really rough around the edges, like super anxiety ridden. My skin was crawling. I couldn't sleep. 
and then all I wanted to do was sleep. And those of you out there that have had that, you'll know you what I'm know talking what about. And it was a fucking nightmare. And um, yeah, I, I said to Apple on Friday night before we left, I said, you know what? The way I felt the past few days, if I was knew I was going to feel like that tomorrow, I wouldn't fucking go with you guys. And that's when I knew he was fucking serious as fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. He was like trying to be like, I don't want to go to fish. I don't feel like shit. And I was like, I, well, I didn't even acknowledge it. I didn't. You know how I am, Apple. Uh-uh. Like, we, we all don't it's acknowledge. It's tough love. And I knew that he felt like shit because he did look like poop. It's like Melody. But I wasn't going to give it any Melody more attention. Melody said to me before, fucking, because me and Aaron know each other. So she's like, don't molly coddle him. Yeah. And <laughs> Apple does. Apple molly coddles Darwin. He molly coddles the kids. Hey, Sydney I'm and molly. Simon. I come from a long line and of molly coddles. coddles Aaron so i mean he literally holds aaron's balls he does that's I love, well wait a minute that's because you love are misusing my... the word literally yeah literally that was a huge misunder like okay i i was back back yeah. up hey, sister. hey, hey, he hey that happened one time when we were in our yeah, teens you weren't even there don't worry about it i was drunk <laughs> look okay fine to tmi and it's not current <laughs> i don't <laughs> <laughs> that was in our experimental <laughs> college days. Stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. <clears throat> anyway, how about them Raiders? <laughs> fucking sports team. Guys, I like sports. Yeah. Point is, Aaron Aaron got better, and got better. we had a really good anyway, time. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So I was feeling like shit, and I told my brother over here, dude, if, if I knew I was going to feel like this tomorrow, I wouldn't be going. And, uh, we packed up all our stuff in the car. Wait, hold on. We woke up Saturday morning, and I was, I was, it was like dun dun dun. How's Aaron gonna be? And Aaron came out and was. I was fine. As soon as I saw his face, I was like, Ah, oh, we're on. Yeah, dude. One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. I don't know about you guys, but like leading up to it, there was quite a bit of, I guess, quote high strangeness. No, that's what do you mean? You. Like even it, explain what you mean. Like. The day before we went to the dead show, I had this this job at work that I basically shirked and like just so I could get out earlier and go to and leave to Eugene. And I, without me knowing it, usually I get notifications of uh, when I'm going to get a repeat job, but I didn't get one. And my last job of the day, the day before we left, was that job that I shirked Whoa. because I didn't do it. What so did I we learn here? Do it right the first time, Thank man. Thank you. Come on. Yep. I knew that. I was just like, ah, I got to hurry up and get to the dead. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> screw it. Anyway. Stuff like yeah. That. So we pack up the cars and we have, we decide we're not going to bring a tent, but we're going to camp. Can we stop and just say you decided we're not bringing a tent? We, we didn't decide that. Okay. Yep. I decided that too. Yeah. Well, and okay, the, Apple and Aaron decided that. Because the Ryder, website. Ryder and I. So, what? I can't interrupt like I usually Because do. the website said you get 10 feet by 10 feet. We have a 12 man fucking house. No. I feel like. You're we could have brought it and left it in the car. Worst case scenario. That's what Melanie said. Okay. Okay. On, on with the show because you know what? Wait till you hear how it ended up. It was the best with yeah. our 10 by 10. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Blaze. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hit it up, man. Yeah. I've just been over here, you know, listening yeah, Blaze and everything. Yeah. I stayed the night there. I got to go check it out. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she fucking did. Maybe he shared a pillow. Yeah, he shared a pillow. It was, it was great. Did he hold uh, your balls? A little bit. Just, a, just not hold. I think hold is a very strong I kept, word. I kept telling him, I was like, dude, coddled. you gotta stop caressing Blaze's balls. <laughs> yeah. I, at first, I thought it was something else entirely. And I was so like, what oh, what say about the 10 by 10? The 10 by 10, like, if that was, if that wasn't a bad decision, like, I don't know if you guys are like thinking if you should have brought a tent or not. I oppose that thought because I think it just fucking worked out. Like, first of all, they tried to keep me out of your campsite. No, they didn't. Who did? Nobody did. The, oh, no, the, the the checkers did we for Jedi sure. We mind tricked those motherfuckers. Yeah, you yeah. Got from the beginning, and the first time, it was before we even got there. And as we arrived, they were just confused. Aaron was asking them questions, and they were like, "Oh." Anyways. Uh, okay, wait, hold that, that was fun, because Blaze, Blaze was worried about getting into our campground, which you had to have a special bracelet for. Yeah. And we were, we were like, dude, we'll create a diversion and just Jedi through. And that's what he did. And then when I got there, it's just, like, so open and nice. Like, I was coming from my campsite where we had, like, tents, the canopy, coolers, all kinds of things, like almost too many amenities. And then I just show up at yours and it's like open and like flowing. And it's just, I feel like it's kind of a metaphor for the show. You can't like sit in a tent, you know, you got to kind of just be out there among everyone. Yeah. And wow. it could, right. it could be a bit intense. And this honestly, it's not intense. So, <laughs> that's that everyone is the duality of tense, I guess. Wow. Wow. You could, write a, you could probably write a book about tents. that. Two tents. And honestly, it's funny that you say that because when I'm exposed to that openness a lot of the time, I feel very tense. And this is pretty incredible for me to be here speaking to all of you because I know you're listening, you know. <laughs> and it's just like that. It's being, it's being open among everyone. We speak your name. Blaze. I am the Blaze. <laughs> you are you are the good people. Yeah. You know, it, so we made the decision to not bring the tent. However, that came about. Mm-hmm. And according to Blaze, it's a great decision. Yeah. I like that. And so we set up the ten by ten, and we have like tie dye curtains that hang down, and we set up the inside. And our neighbors were fucking awesome. Hooked us up with a an air pump and duct tape and all the shit that we forgot they had and all the shit they forgot we had and, and that's how that always works just, out the people on the other side too we were just yeah everybody that was around us was really cool that's what it was a yeah. sharing community from the start so we we drive up there and the drive from portland to the gorge amphitheater is amazingly beautiful you're driving through the columbia river gorge and then you go over a bridge over the river up into these like rolling golden hills and then the the landscape starts to change and it turns into this wonderful like high desert and you end up at the gorge amphitheater and so just what and it's like far enough away that it feels like a road trip but close enough that when you're just getting antsy and want the fuck out of the car you're there and we pull into the lot and melanie's car is behind us and we pull up to the campground and I hand the lady our receipt and she goes, are you looking, are you waiting, going to meet friends in the, in the regular camping? And I was like, mm, no, not really. I was like, but the car behind us is with us. And she's, I said, why? And she goes, well, I was going to upgrade you guys to premier camping. And I was like, well, how much? And she was like, no, I was just going to upgrade you guys. 
I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Premier Camping was $699. Yep. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, well, it's a little more spread out. And you have flush toilets and hot showers, and there's a shuttle that takes you which to which we never use. Which we never use. <laughs> never used any of that. Any of it. Just the we're there space. for twenty three yeah. hours. Yeah. So I use the flush toilets. You did. How yeah. how was the flush toilet? It, it was like a regular bathroom. Like it was clean, and it, I decided it something well. too. Going to all these. Um, oh, sorry, baby. Um, going to all these festivals and having to use these porta potties and stuff i have a personal goal of leaving my porta potty better than i found it so if there is tissue <laughs> all sorry. over the floor i will do that in a bathroom did all day personal, by the way up in this personal, area they're called honey buckets the honey all. buckets oh. yeah like i i decided person, like this is gross and so i'm not gonna be the one who leaves that door and somebody comes in and is like Ew, they're already going ill. So at least let them go like ill instead of like ill. <laughs> that's why. Ew. That's why I love. One of the reasons I love you because you think about stuff like that. I I just hold my breath, go in there and piss <laughs> and get the hell out. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> anyway, so we we go and we set up our camp. All these wonderful people around us. You and- can't tell them that. Like you have to ask, tell them what the lady said to me. Oh, and the lady, oh yeah, and the lady also says to me, she goes, and she says, she's, no, I'm just kidding, the lady goes, is there any message that you want me to give the car behind us? And the whole time she's like being, doing this on the DL, like she, she put her back to Mel's car so that Mel couldn't see what was going on and was handing me the wristbands for the premier camping and like hooking us up on the down low. And she goes, is there any message that you want me to give the car behind you? I was like, yeah, tell him, tell her that Aaron loves her. And then she comes up all kind of like flirty and cute like and was like, so um, I'm going to upgrade you guys to premier uh, parking. And I was like, camping. camping. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, thank you. But I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and she was like, well, that means it's like over $100 of more than what you paid. And you have showers and whatever she told Aaron. And and yeah. And she was like, and also um, Aaron loves you. <laughs> I was like, what? She started, I was like, you are such a cutie. I'm going to give you a cutie. And I reached and I gave her one of our cuties. Mm-hmm. And I got to give them props, too. Everybody up there at the Gorge was fucking, they were fun. Oh, Everybody yeah. we experienced that was mm-hmm. working the show, you guys were awesome. So we set up camp and, like, it, it had been a long week yeah. for all of us. We, we didn't get a lot of sleep. We've been going for a month straight and trips and then road trips and trips and other stuff and things and whatnot. And we set up and it was like this giant sigh, like, Oh, and I we found all immediately laid down. I yeah, was just going to say instantly, all of us are just like, Reclining, mm-hmm. hanging out, pillows, pillows the air mattress, chilling. Blankets. The vibe is so cool. We had cool. Grammy blankets too. Yeah, my mom made us all blankets. Thank and you, Grammy. We brought them. Yeah, love you, Grammy. And you're listening. Also, yeah, I know you listen to these. <laughs> Sorry about all the drug use. Lo- <laughs> love you, mom. Listens? She's yeah. starting to listen. Mom yes. listens. And so Cute. we're hanging out. And earlier, we we had a couple of months ago planned to meet blaze and his family at the show. And so 
we get settled, we relax for a little while, we have lunch, and then we go and we meet Blaze and go to the shakedown. And I have to say, that shit was organized. Yeah. Yes, it was. Super fucking cool. A lot of really good vending. And everybody was just chill. And it was the second day of the show. So I imagine whoever was at the show the night before was a, a little bit out of it, you know. Yeah. Well, and relaxing. Well, a bit. I mean, and you could definitely tell which vendors were at the show the night before. You're like, <laughs> oh, you went, did something last night. Yeah, and you for were probably sure. always like that. So we meet up with Blaze and hang out with them for a little while, go back to the camp, play Frisbee. I fuck my thumb up and uh, just kind of relaxed and hung out. Mel drew some tarot cards to represent the evening. Yeah, and that uh, was heavy. I pulled very heavy reading. I pulled disappointment, which inverted inverted disappointment. That's true. And it was the opposite. This show turned out to be the opposite of disappointment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to say that. Yeah, what, Mel? What, what were you going to say? What? I pulled tower, the tower. What did you pull? That's still... Um, I, I pulled cruelty. Um, it was uh, dripping with blood, and it was represented not necessarily cruelty outwardly, but cruelty inward. And so that can manifest and mean a bunch of things. And maybe that night for me, it was just like definitely in the recent past, like not allowing myself to enjoy things and like kind of giving myself these like crazy, unrealistic expectations of what my performance should be. So that's kind of how I took it. But also all of us pulled a card. And so the reading as a whole was pretty fucking beautiful like mm-hmm. Ryder pulled the sun card yes. and um the blaze, sun is like blaze I... pulled the lovers right and so that was very poignant for me post show explain what the sun and the and the lovers are well the sun is the highest energy card in the deck you know and it's um just a that solar energy purifying and transformative (laughs) and um you know uniting of opposites and just like full transformation alchemical transformation and then the lovers the you know the lovers is also uh uniting the union of opposites and you know black and white what light and dark you know male and female yin and yang all these elements and in our group that we had it was a pretty unique group we had andy we had jossie we had um crystal we had blaze my sister was there for the first time which we haven't even mentioned we're going to work again yeah Yeah. and then all of us from those simple roads so like we had we were such an eclectic group and like from the start we were just getting like treatment like we got upgraded to premiere then we went and saw crystal and we they freaking had like blaze said that they had like almost too much it was like they bought to entertain <laughs> so they entertained <laughs> us good ass and cookies. you know what we were yes. thirsty and they provided water mm-hmm. and we wanted snacks and they had the fucking best snacks so thank you crystal so much yeah. and jossie and andy because that was amazing. That spread was amazing. Yeah, she, she's saying we. 
but I'm gonna keep it real. You know, that's Ma. Like, that's Ma. Like, she's just, she's always got my back. She's got our back. Like, she knows how to, like. She got everybody's back. She's got everybody's Aww. back. Mom, mom carries Crystal the team. She does have everybody's back. That's what back. a mom is supposed to be. That's what a mom does. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I did. love her. Oh, I love you too, Crystal. Yeah, so. So, yeah, we pull, pull the cards for the show, and then we start walking up that walk from the campground to the Gorge Amphitheater. And if, yeah, if you've never been there, it's it's a little bit of a hike and it's it's super fun because everybody's excited for the show and you're doing your thing, walking up and talking to everybody and getting crazy. And as we're walking up, we see Blaze's mom and her friend come walking up and they Jossie. look like two deer that had just been spotlighted in the woods the two of them and they're like yeah, they don't did. go up there don't go there. it's a mob scene up there it's crazy you guys can't go up there. and i'm like you have to go up there that's how that's you get how in you... this show yeah and they're like no they're not, it's, I didn't they're not letting anybody in and everybody's all clustered up in the front and we it, it's just it, and i go it's a concert that's what happens. We have to go up there and find out what's going on because that's how you get into the show. You were so calm. And so, yeah, I, I'm you not letting that, anybody no, harsh I, my groove walking but, into the show. I know what you do with that Jedi mind trick. And Aaron has gotten really good at that, which is a thing you weren't good at before. You're calm all the time in situations that were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Better living That's, through this, chemistry, this brother. Is, yeah, things have changed. Yeah. Right here. Things have changed in the past couple weeks. What are you drinking? Fear of a craft beer planet. Yeti. Uh, Yeti. Yeti from? From your mama. <laughs> from your mom. She's a Yeti. I don't know. I can't read. I've had a couple. All right. Anyway, nobody cares. <laughs> then I had a chocolate milk stout before they that. They do care. And a Samuel Smith's organic. Chocolate. Organic? Organic? Is that different than organic? Yeah, so Great fair craft beer when you listen to this, I'm fueled by stout tonight. All right. Anyway, yeah. so we're walking in, and Crystal, Blaze's mom, and her friend are flipping Jossie. out. Jossie. And I'm like, look, that's Jossie. how you get into the show, guys. Look, I, we're going up there. We're going to find out what's going on. So we get up there, and there is a fucking wall of human beings, and not just any human beings, but fucking fish fans. Woo! And holy dog shit. We were part of it. It was a sea of people. You know Are what I just this second remembered? Over? What? You remember when people would try and like jump the line? Oh, and I'm everyone, getting there. I'll oh get my there. god. Wait, so, what about we skipped over our listener that we bumped into? We haven't gotten there yet. No, that was going into the show. The show. So we're not inside yet. So I'm like, you know what? There's a, or Tommy comes over to me. He goes, "Hey man, you guys have those premier wristbands. There's another way for you to get in that'll be faster." <laughs> and thank you, Tommy. So we go over and we get in this other line that's like maybe a quarter as long as the other ones, but not really moving. And it's organized, and it's not a but wall then, of people. But then I look line. and I and I notice that every person in the line is either uh, in, a, in a wheelchair or has, or has children. So I I look and I'm like fuck we're in the ada line and i was like okay well we're gonna have to go get back in the airline the guy behind us is like fuck that you're uncle aaron 
Yep. And this is Uncle Apple. And the guys in front of us are like, you can be our uncle, too, yeah, and we'll, come we'll with us. We'll split you guys. You two go with these guys in the front, and the rest of us will go with them in the back. And if you happen to listen to this, Jeremy, BB, and Maddie, love you guys. <laughs> right on. I'm glad you got from their uncle, names. From uncle Aaron and Uncle Apple. Yep. Not Maddie. Maggie. Maggie. Aww. From Uncle Apple. Yep. So we we wait, and we get in through the ADA line magically, and walk into the show and it was such a feeling of triumph walking in there like you could feel that something amazing was about to happen yep like really feel it on a like visceral inside something was boiling and mel's sister this was her first concert of any kind like this ever and she is the cutest coolest person man she first of all is as organized as i've ever seen a person be organized handled all of us tripping our faces off with grace and style stunning grace and she like she even told me one point we're walking she's like i'm letting myself be disorganized which okay whatever she let Mm -hmm. it go yeah, it was it something else. So we're she wants to stop and get a beer. And I'm like, fuck, they're going to go on any second. She wants to stop and get a beer. So she stops to get the beer. And lo and behold, I hear somebody say, is that Aaron from No Simple Road? And Melanie? What was his name, Apple? Help me out. From Sacramento. J- J- not Jay. No, San Diego. No, oh, we're blowing it. It was Sacramento. It you know was, what? We're it. Hang on. I'm Somebody s- fill the time. Doo-doo. It was we John's it. J name. Well, so while sorry, while dude. we're doing that, while I that was happening, um, Murph was trying to get a beer. <gasps> and you just died. Up. Nope. No, I'm not. Wait, there. I'm alive. Go. Technical difficulties. Sorry about right. that. Um. Yeah, Murph was trying to get a beer, and everyone's like meeting this uh, this listener, and they meet him, and everyone starts walking away, and Murph's still back trying to get a beer, and I go back there, and she's like, she's like, do you got a dollar? And I was like, uh, I know this is stupid, but I didn't bring any cash with me. They were charging her thirteen dollars for a fourteen dollars be- for, for a one beer, beer? For, for a, a beer. Was it dosed? No. no, it was it was a tall can of Bud Light. Yep. Wow, one of the big boys. But okay. still, I don't know what that means, but okay. I don't know if that's what they're called. So they're big boys. Let me just say this too. <laughs> Ryder took his first dose of real liquid Acid. LSD yeah. that night, and so did Melanie. Why and are you shouting us out? Why are you calling us out like Cuz, man. Why, are you out like that? Why not? That's how we roll up. We here. already talked about party favors. Yeah. Wait, are we being truthful? Oh shit. <laughs> we're telling Wait, stories? Okay, we're all over. I just gotta add in. We met this crazy cat in line that had a fucking t shirt like Calvin Klein, but it was cocaine ketamine. And he said he just came back from Colombia and snorted cocaine off of Escobar's fucking Pablo Escobar's Pablo Escobar's grave. tombstone. And showed me a video in line for yeah, the beer he was of him snorting a line a of shit off of Pablo's wow. yeah. things you see. Anyway, yeah, things you see at a oh. fish show. <laughs> Also, because it'll come up later, we in the begin like right when we got to the fence at the in the line. You remember that crazy lady that came up and just like walked up and tried to like talk to us yes. for like a minute and tried to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kept showing up throughout the night, 
and it yeah, was significant. It's It'll very strange later. how By the that way, happens. Welcome to our second three and a half hour episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was we get in and we're walking up. We buy the beer and and finally we're fucking getting into the show, and I hear party time, and I'm like, oh shit, they're on mm-hmm. and we're missing it. So we start to run, and Mel takes the cue to fucking bolt. And oh. all of us are in tow behind Melanie, bolting into the gorge, up to the lawn. When we came over that hill? We come over what the rise and see the venue. Ooh. So, guys, take a second, search the Gorge Amphitheater, and look at images of this place. Hold on, hold on. It's fucking incredible. Boy, Blaze, with the, with the stage on the back of a cliff, with the gorge behind it, and... The river running through there and the sun. I got a really good picture. Holy we can put crap, up. man. What place? I interject when it comes to. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He just pumped his fist in that with authority. I felt passionately about that one. Then again, teach his own. But in my personal experience, which is what the whole, whole thing was for me. I didn't look up the gorge. I didn't see it on a computer screen yeah, or I didn't even have anyone had, explain yeah. it to me. The only knowledge I had of the gorge was people I met that had been there and just told me in this like kind of fanatic trance like state. If you've seen that one like Rajnishi documentary, uh, Osho, <laughs> how they walk around yes. the city. Yeah. Yes. Like that. And just without having any expectation, when I got there, I was honestly, to my disappointment, too caught up to try to find you guys. But in hindsight, I see a lesson in that because I got to like stop to see what's like really there. Like, I can't believe a place like that was right in front of me. And I was like, where are my people? My people were there. And the funny (laughs) thing about that was I walked back and forth and back and forth (laughs) above the crowd. But the second we got there, I really knew where you guys were at. Like, I really knew exactly where you were. You walked right to us. Yeah, because I got too caught up in, like, you know, just doubting myself, you know? And I'm just literally, like, where could they be? Where could they be? And then my mom's like, tell them to meet us at the coop, which is like a shop or something. So you text me, and we're in the first song, and Mel had taken off. And was dancing down <laughs> by herself. And I was trying to keep you up know. with her as we come over the rise. She's like bolting through the crowd. Like, and all of us are trying to follow her. Murph I stopped halfway put it perfectly. She, she was, was a little billy goat. Because it's like a <clears throat> steep enough hill just where people stand. And then she goes down in like the steepest part with just rocks. And dancing on a sheer cliff almost <laughs> in rocks. And, and I, I finally catch her and I grabbed her and I was like, Mel... Where are you going? We have a whole group of people with us. And she says. I was like, Fuck I thought you. this was a fucking concert, not a fucking <laughs> shakedown. Like, damn, I want to have fun. You wanted me to come to the fish show. Do you want me to have fun or not? And he was like, everybody's w- w- with us. I'm like, so what? What he didn't realize was even before we got to the top of that amazing climactic scene like when he heard that the you know fish on like i started like bolting through the crowd first and making a way because i guess that's one of my you know like secret powers is like i just see a way in i don't see the way out i see the way in so i'm just like like jumping around like a little bunny get to the top and i was like oh my god 
I want to play so bad. So I uh-huh. ran through the crowd <laughs> because I knew that Aaron was going to follow me, first of all. Second of all, I was trying to find us a spot big enough for all of our guys. Like, we have all these people, and I wanted to find a spot that I could, like, go back to once I decided I wanted to go party. So Aaron didn't know that. I didn't tell him that. I just know that that's what I'm doing. And then he's trying to yell at me, like, you're going over. And I'm I like, no, I'm trying Mel- to stop you Melanie from taking did, off. Mel did what she needed to do. She went yeah. and had a personal experience totally. at the beginning of it when she came back she- to us. <laughs> oh, my God. So she, she finally... We stop, I catch her, I say that, and she's like, I'm going to go do my thing. You guys can stay here. And I'm like, fine, go do your thing. I'll be right here. And I'm like, I turn to Jesse. I'm like, go with your sister. Because <laughs> yeah. Jesse's not high or nothing. And Je- then you Jesse turned to me and you were like, bro, because we were all really elevated. Aaron turned to me and he's all, dude, just tell me she's okay. I was like, she's okay. Man. <laughs> I told Jesse. And we started a group. I told Jesse, they sent you to come get me. Little do they know, you're my freaking sidekick. Like, Why we're going to go there? get in trouble together if we're getting in trouble. <laughs> so we start laughing. And then so we took off. And they're, they're playing Wilson. And I can see Mel down there. And he's like, punch you in the eye. And she turns around. She looks at me. She raises her fist. I'll punch you in the eye. She yeah, bumps her fist together. Of, like, we have you. video of that, too. <laughs> like, oh, God. I think we put that video up. But Have fun, fish. I, the, the second he got there and, like, it's all this fun music. And then Aaron's, like, being dad, trying to keep me around. And I was like, punch you in the eye fucking perfect how does he know and so i did that's what i felt i was like oh my He's god he, from then on i knew he was dictating the whole night like when he, once that happened i was like okay that's yeah that's this yep. kind of game so they and take off did. we're all dancing together blaze texts me and he's like meet us at the coop and i'm starting to really come on hard at, at this point there's four of my phone in my hand i cannot remember how to spell and i just remember texting him can't move in the grass. Period. Yeah. Period. In the, gra- in the grass. Period. <laughs> yeah. And you told you like Blaze said he's up in the coop, and like I'd already started getting visuals. Like I was like, "There's no way I have fun." What is yeah. standing right What's here? What's a coop? I barely have a body right now. <laughs> I fucking left that coop. I was with my mom. And she was like, "She was like, I'm going to the coop," and I was like, "I can't go to the coop." That doesn't suck. The coop, the coop that you're cooped up. The coop doesn't sound comfortable. Yeah, you're too tense. Yeah, you're way more tense. You're a teepee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know. My How mom. Did you find us? I was standing basically center to where you guys were, like directly straight. And my mom's on my right. It's just every now and then I have these perspective shifts where I kind of like step out just for a moment. Most of them only last a few seconds. But I, I'm getting better at catching them, knowing when they're happening. And so I'm standing there center to the stage, to, to everything. And on my right is my mom like, let's go to the coop. Like, tell them to meet us there. Let's go to the coop. But I'm just like, nah, I know they're right there. I know they're straight ahead of me. And I, you know damn well I couldn't see you guys. It was a sea. It really was. Yes, it was it just was. a sea. And I'm just looking down into the vastness of the ocean, but like, I know where the fish are. I don't like, (laughs) and I, yeah, I just, I literally walked straight and my whole way down there, it seemed like the people in front of me just kind of moved out of the way. 
And as far as I'm concerned, and I can remember, I literally walked straight in a whole field and crowd of people. I just went, like, you know? Like, they just parted. Like, they parted the sea. Like, I was, uh, what's the guy from the Bible? Like, Moses. I was Moses. looking at Moses. If I had a stick. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Dude, it was such a trip. I, I was standing there dancing, me and Tommy, Apple and Ryder, and and uh, I turn around, and it, the crowd fucking parted, and you came walking up, and I was like, fuck yeah, he found us. And we started grooving together. And I gotta say, <sighs> waiting for the show and then have it getting in there and everything leading up to it. And then it seemed like the family was starting to come and gather around us. It was so weird. Like blaze showed up and then crystal showed up and then Mel and Murphy came back and it was like this huge reunion in the middle of the first Voltron set coming together. Yeah. It was like Voltron coming together. Totally. And so we're, went through all that that was the funnest set break i've ever had in my life Whoa, we're already at set break can or, we pause we... it because i gotta pee mel has to pee we'll be right back all right we're back so i forgot a really important part of the night we forgot got multiple parts. so but i forgot a really important one okay our night and what was going to happen that night was contingent upon finding Tommy Tacos. Yes, we did forget this very yeah. important and, part. And we had texted him and looked for him all day. And as we're walking to the show, we're about to turn right to go down the path that leads down to the gorge. The last turn. The last turn before the sea of people. Completely And unexpected. we stopped for a second to... Do something. We weren't even no, stopping. We, we were stop. walking, and Mel goes, is, "Is that Tommy Tacos?" And I was like, Tommy. "No, it's not." First of all, I already had it that we were going to meet Tommy. I knew it. I felt it. I put it out there. I just, I wasn't even worried about it at all. Because Aaron kept saying, I "Can't get a hold of him. Can't get a hold of him." Apple couldn't get a hold of him. So it was like if you would have seen it from above, it would have looked like the most beautiful orchestrated dance. He was coming, <laughs> walking straight ahead, and we were about to make a right turn, and we like ran into him. Like, yeah, like if, we, if, if neither like, one of us saw each other, we would have. That's just what I'm saying. It was the most perfect dance move from seen from above because you don't know it's the dialogue with mm-hmm. the people, but you just see the action. So it was like a perfect perfect like merger and i was like is that tommy taco that's tommy tacos and he had the same shirt that aaron just had taken off like yeah he was wearing an orange oh, what do you call daishiki. it daishiki yeah. yeah and aaron was wearing a red one like five minutes prior to that and so it was too itchy i had to take it off it was and, just and he was just as elevated as us because he looked at us and goes who's calling my name like who are you guys and yeah. we all looked at each that's other for a like, minute dude Tommy you just spent the night at our house at, i almost thought it wasn't him 
Me yeah. too. Yeah. Because he looked right at me and he was like, uh, he still had that. I yeah, don't know. No, I, don't I think knew I know right you. away. And we met up and. And we went into the show. and We went into the show. Behind the van and into yeah. the show. Yeah. So <laughs> back to the show. So we're, we're in the, the first show. set and I'm like, Mel comes and everybody's there and the whole group is now together. Well, there's a whole thing. And it was like. It when was, I took off. It was like everything synced up before that even yeah like, i it, like we said earlier it was the first time i'd ever taken acid and uh i took enough acid it the put whole, you on the floor it did the gorge behind the stage like i couldn't even look at the stage until the sun went down because the gorge behind the stage was radiating beauty and melting and forming into itself and making faces and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What? Still, right now. What happened when you took off, Mel? So, I kept saying, well, I don't really feel anything. Because I, I felt like maybe I, I thought I could have taken more. But I, in retrospect, I took exactly the perfect amount. Because... I didn't get any visuals like Ryder did, but I swear I feel like I had my spidey senses or something. Like, I felt like I just could, like, dip and dive into the crowd. I felt, like, so powerful. My legs that night, I was like a fucking horse, a centaur or something. Like, I was was running. Yeah. I was running up and down, like, and it was nothing to me. I felt zero fatigue, zero, like, tired at all. I was just happy. I felt in tune with myself. I felt like, what? This is a fucking fun. Like, this is my kind of party. And I told Aaron this. I felt like the difference between, for me, and I'm not comparing at all, but it's just because we've gone to Eugene. And so like the dead show was going to a concert, a really amazing concert and having a blast. But this was like going to a party where I was mingling with the crowd. And that was fucking so different than a dead concert. Like it was so different for me and they're fucking funky. Fish is funky. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the funnest things about having Melanie along on this whole journey is she's not like me and Aaron. Me and Aaron are like the more stodgy, stuck in the dead thing. But we have opened up a lot more thanks to everybody listening. We'll get to that. And what we're doing. But Melanie is like a fresh perspective on it, and she is in tune with what's going on now, and it's so fucking cool. All right. (sighs) There's been a lot of dramatic pause, dramatic shit that happened that (laughs) night, and I'm trying to keep it together. And but I, I I'll say this. Out of all the shows that I've ever gone to with Mel, there's always been a thing of like, I want her to get it. And it's happened in the past. And it always seemed like there was something there between us at the show where like it was my thing and she was along for the ride or she was just there because I wanted to go or that's just what we were doing or whatever. But she made it her thing. This was completely different. Yeah. And (laughs) it was our thing. Yeah. This was our thing. And 
it felt different than any other show that we had been to together and in turn felt different for me personally than any other show that I've been to. The only thing that I can compare this to is my very first dead show. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Because that changed the rest of my life. But I feel like this did that in the same way. And I, I realized something. And I said this to Ryder the other night in the kitchen, and I may get a lot of shit for this, and I don't care. But I'll say this. It's some knowledge. So when Jerry was alive, there was a lot of magic happening. And it was special. And it was powerful. And it was palpable. And it was real. And it's still going. Not saying that it's gone. But there was something different about being in a dead show when Jerry was there. And I know that all the heads out there agree with me when I say that. And the reason that people follow the dead around was because of that thing. And it was happening all the time. Even when Jerry wasn't well, that was still happening. But I realized that it's still happening with fish. Nobody's passed away. It's still happening. Their <clears throat> fish's Jerry is still alive. You can. I have never. I have never. I don't know about Will ever, other than Fish again, felt it was like a battery was standing on stage and you could see and feel, or I could see at least, and feel the waves of energy coming off of him and the band and through the crowd and back against the back of the crowd and back into the band. And as it happened, people would yell and uh -huh. the crowd participation. Speaking of, we'll get to second set, but speaking of crowd particip that was I uh, just speechless. So that thing is the thing that made me jump on tour in 9089. Yep. That. I, I could see it. That. Yes. And that's what did it. And I didn't think I was going to find that anywhere else. Everything else that we've gone to has been fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. But it didn't it didn't scratch that spot in the back of my head that spot that hasn't been scratched since 95 got fucking debrided with a wire brush and i'm gonna interject with what sums that up to me with i mean all experiences but with melanie what you said and you'll add to this you said aaron's moved like i've never felt a move you two, these two cutie patooties at every show we go to just exude like whatever or aura, whatever fucking. It's just they're they're amazing. People look at them; they're the strongest, cutest couple ever. This was beyond that. Yeah. Um, every show, Aaron, uh, you know, he said it like always wants me to get something. And that's, one, a lot of pressure for the person who has to get it. And two, if Aaron wants me to do something, then I always want to do the opposite. 
Like, that's, I'm not, I don't like to be told what to do by him. So <laughs> he doesn't tell me what to do very much because he got it. But this show, whatever was something that was between us, it like went away. Like, it was a legitimate feeling, like a feeling of loss. Like, if you've lost somebody close to you and you now you're like, what? Like, you're feeling like that emptiness i felt the emptiness of the wall that was there of him trying to make me like something and like not accepting me fully for not getting it and it was a huge breakthrough for me and it was also very humbling because it was like i i felt like i in turn it allowed me to love aaron different like you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you love them like they're your lover or your partner. But like, I felt love like he was Sydney or Simon, like my kids. And I wanted good things to happen for him. And I didn't want him to feel sad. And I wanted his dreams to be fulfilled. Like, I felt like a mother love for him. And it's, I don't think I've never felt that before, but it was amplified by being in nature and in that beautiful sunset. And the fact that I was like a kid running away from him and then coming back and running away and just exercising my independence, yet allowing him to know that I'm always coming back. And that's kind of like the whole, if you, you know, let a bird go or something, something, if you love something, you let it free, that whole thing, like... I really felt that. I felt super loved by him, but also I felt a little scolded in a way that I needed to be scolded. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> you know what? And it, and it comes through in the pictures and That's the right. videos we've been posting. I cap. I Dude. am not a good photographer. Yeah, you are. And, yeah, you are. Okay, yeah, well, you are. I was yeah, you are. very elevated when I take, I take like 20 pictures of each thing and then you pick the couple. But the shit I caught of Melanie and you guys and Ryder and you, I dude, that blaze, that picture that you took, I, ca- I can't wait till the next one because I'm, I can't wait to capture all that these picture moments. that you took that I posted with Mel holding on to me in my arms no, up that in the my air. My sister took that. No, yeah, oh, okay, just got that. Well, let me that. just say the first time I saw that picture, I started crying because. I know that moment. That exact moment. <laughs> that moment was the moment that Mel and I connected. And the reason I had my hands in the air, I was yelling, yeah! Because I knew that she finally got me. She finally understood me, and I understood her in yes, that spot. Like, that is, he felt like okay, that, and I, I felt that like that. That is so sweet. No, we, Aaron and I like to. literally had an entire year's worth of therapy in that and it wasn't even therapy like just um resolve Mm -hmm. like resolve in our relationship this is all stuff that was like up under the under the surface stuff that you have to dig to get it was the another layer these two are already so fucking cool to be around but since (laughs) last weekend you feel it Mm -hmm. it was it was a thing dude that moment i've i have never I've felt power run through my body before. I have never felt that before, dude. I have never felt that. That fucking coming from the stage and then amplified through her and then through me and then back out into the crowd and back again. Like it was it was almost too much to handle. Like it was making me want to throw up. 
And that's why I put my arms up and did that, like, because I couldn't contain it. I couldn't hold like it in anymore. Like when you made it to the top of Mount Everest. I, like couldn't, fucking, I, I ah. couldn't keep it in. And I knew she felt it, and that, that was her grabbing onto it. Like, And then to have Jesse fucking snap that picture at that moment. Right dude, the next day I was fucking, we were driving home, I was just like pouring tears down my face looking at it, remembering the feeling over and over again. Like, oh my God, somebody captured that how is that possible and this is the thing like me and um jesse were looking at her pictures and she showed me that and i when i saw it i was like (gasps) like because i knew what was happening but it was me and aaron's thing and i was like oh my god he's got to see this and i handed over to aaron and he he did he immediately started crying and (laughs) i was like how like she, she like captured like it was like the moment of conception the moment somebody fell in love for the first time the moment somebody orgasmed the mo like she captured the moment that aaron and i's relationship like turned to like leveled up turned the page and And it was no go ahead apple (laughs) i was just gonna say it's amazing how these keep on happening all these moments fucking you got just everything that happened there. You guys have been posting more pics than me. I post my videos, but it's just amazing what I captured. All those, I look back at them every night for the last week, and you start tearing up because it was so fucking cool and so fucking special. It was so fucking so cool. So there, so now, just, it makes you feel grounded. It makes you feel safe. It makes you feel fucking awesome. Yeah, pictures man. with Blade. I mean, it's just amazing what happened and what we captured, and I can't wait. So, writing that, <laughs> and then we're dancing in a way that her and I have never danced together before, and they go into Prince Caspian. And that was un- if if you guys don't know, like, <laughs> I, just before they go into the song what's going through my head is like i've never ridden the wave like this before i've never felt this way i feel like i'm in the ocean and i and i'm in this wave and like i'm riding this wave i could feel it rocking us and then they start singing prince caspian and you and me weren't talking and i was thinking that exact same i was standing up just i had stopped moving and i was like i i feel like i'm standing on the helm of a ship on the ocean and i can see the waves because i'm again still got the visuals going and it's dark and the crowd starts singing oh to be prince caspian and float upon the waves and i was like what i'm fucking done i'm fucking done right now that was it I'm I'm selling all my shit and following fish and when they're not (laughs) fucking touring i'm gonna talk about it like <laughs> and it's incredible that you would mention like a ship because now like before you said that reflecting on it for what i felt because that can be pretty intense at times and i like to channel my own inner realm and whatever and sometimes i just needed to be reminded to come out of that and so when that song started it was like aaron's energy but i can't say aaron's energy because it's like he was a literal vessel he was a boat on top of all the energy, just just above it, like like as if you had your hand in the waves, you know? And it gets choppy at times, but you were able to just float. Mm. And I was in the ocean, like, 
like uh, a newborn, like a newborn fish or something, just like, oh shit. But I saw your boat and I climbed on and yeah, I was did. just like, oh shit. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> like, Dude. I don't know how to, I don't know how to you condense know, a lifetime of experience in a single show. Check like, this out. It's a lot. When Fish did, they did 13 shows at Madison Square Garden. The Baker's Dozen. They, yeah, heard of it. they I, did I, the I Baker's Dozen. And one of the nights, they turned the stage into a pirate ship. Oh. And flew a fish flag with those like cross crossbones, black fish flag from the stage. It was. Oh. So I, well, I, I think this did, might be a theme. Did they? They must have sang Prince Caspian during I, that. I one. don't know. I. I, I haven't listened to those shows. Probably. I think we should watch that show. So, yeah, that's happening. And Blaze, this is actually I really honest to God. It's so weird to hear you say what you just said because I felt all that happen. And when stuff like that happens like I don't know about anybody listening, but I have a tendency sometimes to tell myself that it's just in my head, right? And you and I have never talked about that. But we did. But, but we did. Well, we did. But to hear it said out loud is like... Not telepathically. Yeah, super cool. And It's affirming. You and I had... I, I, I said this about you at set break. I said... Blaze might not have much to say out here, but he is like a fucking megaphone telepathically. Dude, you have the clearest psychic voice I have ever heard of anybody I've met ever, period. Ah. And you and I were sitting together at set break and I had my arm around you and you were you had your hand on top ah. of my head and you and I were talking and we weren't saying anything out loud, but you and I were talking and... And at one point, I thought to myself, this whole thing is happening in your head. And I felt you, like, slap the shit out of me. I've done that to my friends. I don't, I don't do it on purpose. But, but they have told I, me It was good. Thing. It wasn't bad. It was like, <clears throat> like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, like, you fucking boom. And I was, I was like, oh, okay. Like, he is like the, the teacher has become the student. Like fuck, man. Blaze is like the watching you with him, Mel with him. There was many moments that night that we we had our moment when you were playing drums on my back. And at the end, of he the is show, like, like the oldest yeah. soul, but still like the most clairvoyant child you have ever met. He can look. He looks it deep into you. That's the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to set break and. At this point, I'm feeling like a little kid at Christmas, like, yay, everybody's here with me, and I'm here with them, and fucking, we just opened all the presents, and we're getting more presents later, and fucking, but I'm in a 46-year-old body that, like, needs to sit down and drink water and rest for a minute and pay attention, and so I'm sitting in safety third, and so we, we sit and we, this set breaks. That's for you, Jim, if you're listening. Yeah, seemed like it lasted 45 seconds, 50 seconds. What was it, like 45 minutes? 45 minutes. It was like 46 minutes. I, yeah, I timed it. So they come back out and I don't remember what they opened the second set with. 
Do you? I th- I, I want to say I want to say it was Tweezer. <laughs> I can Tazo look it up when you need to because I don't know if he skipped it over the whole. I feel like mind a lot of things happened. I know in, Aaron keeps in skipping around. I, I, hey, in nobody's saying anything. Sorry, so speak up. You just like scoot right past it. No, like there was a whole. Was the there were like set. many the, things the, that happened during your the shoes. The separate first set. Mel giving Blaze Reiki. Oh, During the set list, God. that was I. I, I mean, I had my hands on your head. Yeah. What yeah, What was, was that all about? List, but I'm glad I didn't because the whole thing was just one linear experience. Like, it, uh, like for the, for the way everything happened, like There's no it's it's it falling perfectly into synchron synchronicity is what it is. <laughs> like my my thoughts, my own whatever's are. Within me, like, ah, it's so hard to put. Spit it it's out, just, man. You're doing fine. It's tension, and within the whole first half of the show, it was just me like being frozen, and then slowly just thawing and thawing. And I've done psychedelics at a show with you guys before, but I wanted to know, what? like, <laughs> what it feels like to um, experience it naturally. And this is something I've wanted since the first show. You know, just to attain that that psychedelic state of just complete higher knowing. This is all the whole show is is a holistic experience for me, and I knew that from the time I went because it's scary. It's scary to change, like, and so I'm at the show, <laughs> and I'm flying, and there's still that little little like lump of secretion, the stuff that just builds up within you calcified calcified you things you can't break down on your own which is why you go to these shows and you connect with others and in the hands of family they help you break that last little piece down so that's like my way of like that part of the show that's what i felt during that part of the show during the reiki because mel is helping me control my breathing and my heartbeat and I'm like getting into my own world and I'm listening to Aaron and he's talking to Tommy Tacos, but he's also talking to me. And <laughs> it was it was just crazy. Like it was like I was really at that point starting to be introduced to everyone's individual wave, but as a unity. And in in myself, losing myself. And I have my hand behind me. You became part of the family. <laughs> yeah. <You> came. <laughs> right. No, Just like, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Deeper. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> and then, yeah, the, the, the next half of the show came on, and it felt like I had been reborn. Like, it was insane. Like, they... they uh, like no one knew when they were gonna come on, right? Or we did, but we also did. Yeah, and she, you stopped raking me. You guys stopped raking me, <laughs> you know. And um, Ryder, I'm like lying in Ryder's lap, and he has my my head in his hands, and he just uh, like lifts me up, and I feel like my whole like he lifted my entire he lifted my entire body up from the ground. And as I stood up straight, the next song came on. Mm. And I was just like, (laughs) Actually, that's not what I was like. I didn't have any time to think or separate myself from the entire experience. At that point on, I was just like, I was with it. And I was with everyone. And it's incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was, it was, 
there's set break. I ha- okay. So I had a tooth thing going on because I kept putting off going to the dentist, which is a terrible thing to do, and I've learned my lesson thoroughly. Uh, so set break was a little sketchy for me right at first. I had to find ibuprofen. And I'm like going around asking everyone for ibuprofen. Hi, I'm on acid. Do you have any oh, ibuprofen? Acid. I gotta get ibuprofen? Hi, I'm on acid. Do you have any ibuprofen? Uh-huh. And I, I went up to Murph actually because I knew she was the most sober. And I was like, Murph, do you have any ibuprofen? Because and she Murph was like, is the one No. Why would I have ibuprofen? I'm like, That's fair. I, can you help me find ibuprofen? And if you give that girl a task, uh-huh. she's gonna fuck. She. Later. I left for, like, maybe difficulties i'll fix it we need a new cable for this thing you what uh you left for maybe what i like she was like okay i'll start asking you start asking and i asked one person and she goes and i hear rider rider and i turn around and i walk up and she's like i asked these 20 people and they didn't have any but this lady's got something i was like what the how did you do did you god time only travel? knows what you took that night my friend you're gonna just take no, pills out of a stranger's pocket totally at a fish was. show yep uh, no but she was like she was like no i get really bad migraines so i always keep these pills on me and i was like okay, yeah me too here mm-hmm. take these three here uh-huh, this one's right. blue and this one's green you'll be fine see you later hell i needed it and by the time by the time i sat down when uh mel was giving blaze reiki my that's when the ketamine kicked in yeah and i couldn't feel anything (laughs) at all no my my tooth pain faded okay and it was and now we're at the apples ocd time because we wanted a first set recap (laughs) so first set recap we started off as aaron said party time party time and that's in some of our video spit it out Punch you in the eye came <laughs> shortly after that. That one went out to Melanie. I think that was my favorite. Then we had Mike's song. I am hydrogen. Wikipaw groove. Infinite. It's ice. The divided sky. Which oh, I was forgot about divided sky amazing. at sunset. That was a sunset. Even Trey, the whole band stopped and let the sunset do its fucking thing i gotta say yes, about fish they, did. Okay. they are laying on the lawn I with your eyes closed I... fish are masters of the pregnant pause yes i was laid out masters they stop the jam to a dead stop and let the crowd fill that place with energy like pouring it into this big cup until it's just about to overflow and then suck it up and use Boom. it in the jam. Boom. So fucking badass. And to me, I know me and we're all new to fish. Mm-hmm. And to me, this was per, it was like divided sky into cavern. Oh yeah. And then set break. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I'm going to say this too. I think you're good. <laughs> it's it, it's tough, man, to like. Sorry. To think about thirty years of fish music happening and not listening Born on the bus, not listening, and I I put out a newsletter today about it because hopefully somebody else will jump on from reading that. And I just know that for so long, my experience and 
everything I did was colored by having the label of Deadhead. Yes. And everything I did and listened to... We built a wall. ...has been made... How do I say this? Everything that I listened to, I listened to with Deadhead ears. And if it didn't do that Grateful Dead thing... Yeah, that comparison that, comparison that we both Then I would just forever. dismiss it. And, and it wasn't... It was no good. I wouldn't give it a chance. It was bullshit. And this show, doing this show, has been the catalyst to the thing that has broke that down. But at this show, when Tweezer came on, huh. I lost that label. Wait, hold on. We're not the second I, set yet. Yeah, we, we are. What yeah, are you we, doing? No, we, I haven't even... Oh, you no, didn't no, say no, that we did skip out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all yeah. you gotta say too is that reaffirms what I said earlier of having this not in any way young and you know, like you're whatever. Melanie Ryder Blaze, this young blood yeah. in this situation has opened my eyes so much I, to accepting new music and not putting it in a box, a genre, and being labeled the people yeah, we man. interview. Putting it down, too. And that, yeah, that's, don't it, put shit in a box. No expectations, no boxes, no just, genres. Yeah, just going and letting it be whatever it is and seeing what happens. And I really feel like I lost any label that night for myself. Like, I am a fucking fan of music. You said you said it in something you wrote to somebody. When I saw that, Aaron wrote, "Fucking, I am no longer not that I'm no longer a deadhead or anything, but it's like I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm not putting myself in a box. I am Aaron. That was the line. He said, "I am Aaron." Yeah, man. I found myself us. (laughs) I found myself waiting there for myself. I feel like it was like an earlier podcast we were talking about our relationship and how when you were heavier you would always put me in front of you like in the pictures. I felt like that's what you did with the dead too. Like you put it in front of everything. Everything. Especially yourself as an identifier of who you are. And like that's the last thing I would introduce you as. My husband, the deadhead. Like because when I think about you I... Like you are an artist, you're you are a musician, you're freaking super smart computer dude, you're a cool dad. Like, there's all these things that you can't really, you know, like you can't put in a box. And you would always do that. Like this is from Melanie's eyes looking at you. And at that moment when they played Tweezer, and like we'd been joking about it because I called it Tazo Tweezer, and so now it's t- <laughs> always going to be Tazo it's Tweezer in our house. And we were talking about Starbucks and needing a drink and whatever the whole thing. <laughs> and when that song opened with Second Set, and like that was when it was your and I turned for the concert. Yeah. As far as I was concerned, like and that made me very happy because I wanted a Tweezer. Yeah, and I just I, I want to make sure everybody out there that's listening understands. Like, I am eternally grateful for everything that my life has been because of the Grateful Dead, and and that music is is my soul. That's part of me. That's part of the whole. It'll it can never be separated from me, and. It's it's part.
part of my life forever. It's that's just the, the way it is. But to be call myself a deadhead or a fish head or a anything head for that matter, it makes me less. And I never realized that about and I'm just saying this for me. I'm not saying this for anybody else out there. Like this is for Aaron and you guys are hearing it. Like for me it caused me to put everything in a box. If it doesn't do that for you, awesome. Do what you got to do. But I'm saying for me it it did that. And at this show that went away. And that was huge for me and for Mel and for all of us. Of for all law. of us. I got to say I got to say okay, this is something too. With Aaron as my brother, I'm older than him by a couple years, but I've always been one step behind him. He usually is fucking doing the things with the Grateful Dead back in the 80s and the 90s. He, He's, uh, I'm a little retarded or something. I don't know. <laughs> but he's always like, dude, you're missing, you're missing this. And I, what happened to all of us there, I mean, through everything, Dead and Company, which we still have to do a recap of, god damn it, uh, and High Sierra Music Festival on into Fish, which was mind fucking blowing and what i saw happen between aaron and melanie blaze melanie blaze aaron aaron Ryder, the pictures i captured it is so fucking magical and life affirming that that's it what is, I is we are here for a purpose and what we are doing with this podcast and you guys listening and meeting you guys when we're out there oh having God. people come up to us wow this is the most amazing thing and i think i'm Apple's been drinking. Yeah, I have been drinking. I'm fueled by stout tonight. That's we already not said even that. Anything. This, it, it, I love you guys so much, and that goes to everybody sitting here on the patio with me, and everybody listening, man. Fucking the people listening to us. Fucking, it's just this is amazing. I never thought. I, none of us thought this was possible. No. Of what what we're doing, mm -mm. and I can't wait to meet every one of you. Yep. I I said in that the um, newsletter that I sent out today that I saw to read that I saw each one of my family s using their psychedelic gifts, their power. I saw it. I saw it happening like individually, as a whole. Like it was the coolest fucking thing. Like as a as a grandpa. <laughs> or a dad or an uncle like to sit back and watch the whole family doing their thing holy shit man it was fucking powerful and rad and i realized that like everybody there is doing that using their shit like okay not everybody but a lot of people there Most. are fucking doing their thing and it just so happens that it happened at a fish show. Mm -hmm. And I know that before I listened to the Grateful Dead, it sounded like fucking noise. And then I went to a show and yeah. all of a sudden it didn't sound like noise anymore. Well, and we, back to what we, we know in depth, but when we saw Trey, it, it fairly well. Yeah. I, and there is something we all talk about that we were talking about earlier. It's seeing a band live that fucking makes it fucking happen. 
when they are not in the studio under under pressure. It's the live when they're being themselves, and it's that's the truth, the honesty of being live. It's fuck. Go see live shows. <laughs> yeah. Go see fish. Yeah. Go see anything. I mean, but, but it was funny because during the show, I look over and my little sister-in-law, who is sober <laughs> as a judge, is fucking grooving to fish. And I, I danced over by her and I go, see, Jesse, see why we do this all the time? And she was like, yeah, I want to do this all the time. And she goes, Def Leppard and somebody else are playing Journey. here in a couple weeks. And Journey. I, and I go, Jesse, not the same thing. <laughs> but she gorge. just she None. also really liked the venue. She really yeah. wants to go back to the gorge. All right, yeah. wait, hold on. Just because of journey, if we had Melanie's mother here, oh I would God. have the best time of my life <laughs> at the gorge watching Journey. <laughs> Speaking of Melanie's mom, Golden did. She uh, called it. She called yeah. the whole trip. She Oh, Golden Age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um Golden right Age, before, Golden Rolling Hills. Yeah, the morning of the um us packing up to go to the gorge, my sister brought over a couple things that my mom had sent um in a box. Um Shout out, Susie. for both of us. And so she sent us like, you know, coloring crayons and like conditioner for my hair. And one of the things was an adult coloring book but the theme was gold yeah so instead of like black outlines everything's gold like shiny gold and it's the coolest coloring book ever with the llama it had it really had amazing pictures and so apple or not apple rider wanted to color it um you know at the tent and under the beautiful moon and stars yes influenced and so me and my mom and my sister and everybody in our family has a joke. My mom loves gold. That's her favorite color, but my mom doesn't call it gold. She calls it goldeded. And so she sent me and my sister goldeded coloring books. And so we were joking about that upon departure we we like that's the theme for this one it's golded and and that my mom is with us this whole Uh trip and we bumped into so many golded golded songs all the way up to fish singing golden or golded age age. (laughs) and at one point Aaron and I had like unglued ourselves from each other, and I look up at Apple, and or I, I keep calling you Apple tonight. Sorry, the same person. but I looked. I know. I I looked over at Ryder, and I said, "Ryder, golded it," and I looked over right at Jesse, but right like it was like the split second. She goes, "Look, Ryder, golded it," and they go, "Go." I don't remember. I, how I don't know the lyric, goes, but the second age, after and- it left my lips, he sang it, and I looked over at my sister, and she looked at me as he was saying it. So we all had like this like triangle of, of knowingness gold, yes. of golden but it wasn't a triangle because Trey was saying uh-huh. it. So so it was like this the whole night I had like a shotgun. connection with everybody a personal and a, a group connection and it kept on sparking through the entire Fueled night. by fish no. like and let, let me add something real quick. Our journey up there and back, it, it was weird. We liked traveling as a family. I missed being in the car with them. Yeah. But it was it was Melanie, Jesse, her sister, and Ryder oh my God, in one in car. Melanie's car. <laughs> and then me and Aaron in our car. In and the it, smoking and it, car. And it worked out. Per- when we first left, I remember we were like kind of bummed. Like, we're not all together. So by the time we got out to the gorge by the Columbia River here in Portland... It was like 
okay, this is perfect. Me and Aaron bonded. We had a bro moment the whole trip there and back. And we're the older dudes. And they had their car with... The, all I know is looking at my rearview mirror several hundred times, making sure they were behind us. I saw arms in the air, feet out the window, fucking... Feet out the window one time. My feet were out the window one okay, time. whatever with your big fucking... Okay, when your feet weren't out the window, your the gorilla window. fucking arms were hanging out the window. It looks like they were going to scrape it on the fucking concrete. It looks like they were transporting the Sasquatch. The weather was and beautiful. Was, what was I supposed to do? Not stick my hands out the window? Despite all the gorilla talk, it was the cutest thing fucking ever, dude. It was, it was We were great. having such a good time. Like... We were like, thank God we get to control the music. And uh-huh. we were like, it was a theme, like the music. And I, it was on Heavy shuffle. It was on fucking shuffle. Mm-hmm. And I had no control over it. And it was Me and Aaron the, dead the whole way. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> we, we were we were like, yes, we don't have to deal with the smoke. We can play what we want. We have all <laughs> we the food. The we were just we had our, <laughs> all the snacks. So when we very first got into the show, we all took off our shoes and put them in a big pile. And, okay, and, and I, I turned around and I looked no, at Ryder. even before he says this, because I have never been high on acid before, not like that. So I was like, I, and I didn't want to wear my shoes anymore. And I put my shoes in the pile and I was like, Apple, please, God, don't let me lose my shoes. I don't want to walk back barefoot. And please. I turn around and I look at Ryder and, and I, I go, hey, back. I'm very responsible. Hey, Ryder, whatever you do. Take care of your shoes, and, I, I'm, and not, I'm not like a fish. And he had no and clue what I was, like, I was talking I was like, about. And I just finished telling Apple, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take like that's what so I'm doing right coming, now." So when they're coming, when they're coming to the lyric in the song, I'm like holy shit this is gonna happen and everybody sings it and i turned around i looked at Ryder, and i was like whatever you do take care of your shoes i was like what What is going on just in my head (laughs) that's why i realized about fish on this one too it's like an instruction manual Mm -hmm. as you're there hi having fun Mm -hmm. they you're it's so simpatico fucking it's just you're you're Plugged in together. And Aaron and everyone that's seen a dead show back when Jerry was alive, they've I've been teased about that my whole life. I'm like, you're gonna go to a dead show and it's gonna narrate your life when we go to all these dead shows. I'm like, it nah. was fuck it was an amazing show. I loved what? every second of it. But it wasn't like clairvoyant or anything. I don't know what you guys are t- I think you guys were just too high. And then <laughs> that night, oh my god. That, when we got home and we were in the kitchen, I was like, that's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that. And Okay, so like we said earlier, I got laid out. I was laying down on the show or on the the lawn. Yeah, you were laying on the show. I was laying on the show. Yeah, literally. That lady that kept showing up. So I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It just blows my mind. And she would talk to us. She too. would. Okay, she I was ta- like I was talking to Alex about it. I didn't understand a word she said the whole time because I was already. Me either. Ryder. I was already going before she like when she first showed up. I heard and she's super. <laughs> Animated Theory. with her hands, just going. That's what I heard. That's I'm, all. That's what we all heard, brother. Yeah. So I was laying down, and I thought about her for a second. And <laughs> don't do was, that. Don't ever do that in a show to bring her back. I know. But I was doing this thing where I would open my eyes and then close them, and the snapshot in my vision would like turn white and then go rainbow and fall inside itself. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And one time I opened my eyes for half a second and she's standing <laughs> over me going I was like, what the that was my favorite part of the whole show. I was talking to Ryder at one point during set break and he stopped me, grabbed me and looked at me in the eyes. He goes, 
just quit speaking words. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> well, because I was... How dare you use something so base as it oral was. communication? Everyone was already talking to me. I yeah. was like, why Why are you using those stupid mouth it's noises? It's distracting. Yeah. Stop it. Your mouth, mouth keeps breathers. moving and I can't keep focusing on it. I, just I can't like, listen to two conversations from your same person at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Don't I Let's eat dinner. Also, yeah, I like, it's food pee. time. So, um, yeah. Good dinner. We ate wow. dinner. And Mel peed. And I peed for like two and it, weeks. It's been about it's been about five weeks. Yep. It's now August fourth. <laughs> we <laughs> took a break. September fourth. <laughs> this oh, no, yeah. this episode there, needed to simmer a little September. bit. Oh, yeah. So we're continuing. We we stopped a few minutes ago to he just pointed something out, though. It's September 4th. We were just saying it's been a two-week break. It's been a month. Five weeks. It's all right. Time is relative, man. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to hear it all in one shot. Yeah. <sighs> There's a lot that's happened between the time that I hit stop on that computer <laughs> and right <laughs> this very second. There's a lot of shit that went down. Many but, but we were talking about the gorge. <clears throat> yes, we were. And we were towards the end of the show. And I've realized now from listening back to the recording that, my God, man, we weren't going in any order. The Prince Caspian was in the second set, and it was like five yeah. songs in. Fifth song in the second set. Yeah. And, and you convinced me that it was the first yeah, set. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was the second song in my head. That's yeah. all I know. It was dark. It was dark. song came on. Whatever. It was real Sunset dark. was pretty. Yep. It was. Yeah. I, I will say that I think the Gorge is my very favorite place I've ever seen a concert. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Any That's show. hard to beat. That is really hard to beat. And I've never been to Red Rocks. I've never been to Shoreline. I've never been to a lot of places. But the Gorge, like, with all of us there, like, captured a moment in time that just cannot be replaced, no matter how beautiful a place is. And I may have been aided by some things but that was the most <laughs> beautiful thing i'd ever seen in my entire life still ne- like i mean it's been a month i know now, but it, the most beautiful thing yeah we're hands all down still, we're still just like the landscape and then you add fish and you add a party and you add the most perfect weather that you could ever imagine and these incredible synchronicities and experiences that are happening and looking over and seeing my sister who is the cutest little thing in the universe just so happy to be be <laughs> like literally she really was just happy to be be there be camping be with us be at a concert like and she got on the bus with us she sure did she got on the fucking bus and I, <laughs> even this past weekend mel and i went to denver to dicks for the friday and the saturday show and friday night mel videotaped some of the glow sticks flying around dicks Harry, it was Harry. can i I just say is the best thing that happens at any concert like any uh, i'm sure there are other concerts with things that happen most of the time that's the best thing to happen at a concert it's really fun and mel sent that video to jesse and jesse started crying posted it on instagram and you know tagged her because you know i I just first of all it was a very crucial time in the evening (laughs) for me to be handling my uh phone but i did it i that friday night show i was 
probably on my knees, like writing in my journal for 95% of the concert. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was up dancing for most of the show and I would just look over and Mel was down there just scribbling away, like going at it. The pages were flying, ink was splattering everywhere. And Mel was just furiously writing <laughs> through the whole show. And, and I'm thinking she's never going to be able to read any of that. Like, I did. I am. I, I did. Better. <laughs> I, I did. took better I notes. <laughs> um, but what I was just going to recap was just I had to get my phone out for that moment because I was like, Jesse needs to see this. She's, you know, just that memory of the first time. And like, I, I f- kind of remembered slash forgot about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's going to happen, Vermont. but you still forget. And, and that's the thing. I was fish has the, the way they have that way of like channeling their fan. They, you start to feel that build up before mm-hmm. it, it starts building like, quite a bit before it and then it builds up and it builds it's up it's a crowd gasm yeah. it was and when it blows up. up yeah it's just <laughs> accurate yeah it is it's a, a total crowd gasm that's peace, true peace, babe peace. yeah <laughs> and i mean it's not just at one show man that's that's their deal and yeah. it's not just at one part of the country uh-uh no it's everywhere yeah it's Erware. <laughs> Erby. Everybody in the fish tonight. Uh, going into the lot after Saturday's show at Dick's well, you're... was was probably one of the most fun things I've ever done at a concert. Like Mel and I party. were still rolling deep <laughs> and the show ended and we went out into the parking lot and there was the brothers bat brass band brass brothers brass brothers they playing were fucking jamming marching Tearing that band. sidewalk up and i i swear i think i danced at every location at dicks including <laughs> the desert next to it <laughs> both camping yeah. lots the you parking guys, lot. I've never seen Aaron dance so much. His little butt must have been so tired <laughs> because he, like, on Friday, first of all, they opened with free. And I, are, there, are we getting into Go this or not? Well, okay. Talk about our- yeah, I, I was going to say, I, th- okay. I think the. I We're mean, being hard door, on ourselves. We're like, should we co- this be no, an we order? Kind of said what happened. We pretty much covered the Gord show and how magnificent that was, and a whole lot happened between. And then you guys are just capping off the fish tour by going to dicks before we get off the the gorge uh shout out to the people that we saw at the end of the show that night whose names i forgot (laughs) Um, oh but okay check this out um stewart what are you talking about we met first we ran into the dominican republic dude Oh, and, oh no! I thought it was Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I'm and not his good with details. Yeah. Oh, and his beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! All those peeps. Yeah. Hi to all those peeps. Yeah. Sorry yeah, I, I your ho- name. It I was, hope if it was anybody. A month ago. Well, it's would. I don't know how also, to describe. Also, I didn't know your name. Before. Yeah, we didn't know your well, name. Sorry, but... I was spun. And everybody we meet, they know we're you know at a show, and so we tell everybody, please, are any if you're any of those people out there that we've said, reach out to us and listen yeah, to the podcast. Out. Reach out. Well, okay. Okay. It's... This is. I was. Okay, I haven't started, but on that foot. 
Apple said, reach out, come to see us. Shout out to Dobie, who constantly Dobie, finds hey, us. Dobie. Dobie. <laughs> Dobie, who constantly finds us. And now you got, you're like Waldo. <laughs> you know, we want to find you <laughs> wherever yeah. we well, go. We're Cosmic and at, well, we said that on the last one, too. Ashley and Dobie. Yeah, yeah, we did. But, okay, so sorry. We are jumping around. Back to Fish. Um, Friday night's show, they opened with Free and... Aaron and I only had tickets to Saturday night show and we were going to go see the Higgs. So we went to the lot to go like our thing was just going to go see the Higgs. Well, right when we get to the lot, I start seeing, I don't know why it didn't dawn on me that there was going to be people with tickets there. Like for real, for real, it did not even click. Of course I know that happens, but it didn't. (laughs) I was like wrapped up in us. You know what I mean? We were like, it was cute. Me and Aaron were having a cute time. So anyway, I see these people with just like tickets. And so in my mind, I was like, well, if I see one person with a ticket, I can see two people. And you guys, we posted that live stream on Instagram and that was real. (laughs) What you saw was like the middle of it happening. And I just wanted you guys to know that fish is responsible for a lot of amazing changes that happen with no simple road like this summer they... yes, it is. so like mel said we we planned on going to saturday's show and when i booked the flight <laughs> i i, I oh, yeah, put in a thing. i put in friday and it came up midnight and i was like oh cool that's friday night at midnight we'll friday let, midnight yeah We'll land Saturday at four forty-five. Shut up. We'll land four forty-five in the morning on Saturday. Go to sleep. Go to the show. Come home on Sunday. Friday at twelve a.m. Thursday morning, <laughs> I get a text from the airline saying you can check in for your flight, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! They're letting us check in a day early." Friday at twelve a.m. And so I I check in and I do all the stuff, and I'm like, "Look, Mel, I got whatever. I'm checked in. Here's your boarding pass, and get in the car and start driving to work." Thursday, and then it dawns on me. Wait a minute. Friday, twelve a.m. Midnight is t- tonight. Oh shit. Uh oh. And Aaron learns to use a clock. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So we weren't even supposed to be there on Friday for the show. No. So we both just said, told our works, "Hey, we're leaving." Well, I mean. It- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what that's happened. What happened. <laughs> yeah, I can't dispute that. And uh <laughs> jumped on the plane Thursday well, Friday morning at midnight. Twelve AM. And got there at four forty five in the morning, slept for a little while and went to the lot. And our whole thing was we were just gonna go to the lot and hang out for a while yeah, and go we see the Higgs. We were and gonna do that, the Higgs. Whatever. Yeah. And when we got there, you know, everybody's selling tickets. And I looked at Mel, I was like, do you want to go in tonight? And she was like, depends on how bad we want to go, if we're going to get tickets or not. And we took like three more steps and there's this guy selling tickets. Like I only had $72 in my wallet because again, we weren't planning on going anywhere. We were just going there to buy swag and hang out and eat and look around. And he's like, you know what? I got two tickets. I'll, Tonight's your lucky night, guys. Go on in. Have a good That's time. That's not how it happened. It's something like that. The guy was holding up one. The guy was holding up one ticket, and he was like, "I was like, how much you want for it?" He was like, 50 bucks." And I was like, "Oh, Aaron opens his wallet." I was like, "Shit, we don't have much that much cash." He's like, "Well, what do you got?" And Aaron opens his wallet, and there's seventy two dollars in it. 
And the guy guys the guy goes, "Well, I have another ticket." And I was like, "What? You do?" And he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "For $72 for both?" And he was like, "You know what? If it's your, you know, thing to be to be in the show tonight, then who am I? Just I'll take it." And I could tell that he really wanted more money and I we would have given it to him, but if we had it. If we had it, but he fucking just gave us two tickets for tonight's show at for 72 bucks and i just immediately started crying i was already like emotional i was like we were gonna go see tommy tacos we were gonna go see the higgs aaron and i were having this cute little romantic getaway it was gonna be a fun show and then then the taco thing (laughs) (laughs) well the the, the crying thing too i just gotta say that was that was awesome because we didn't know what you guys they they left us behind. <laughs> we were wondering, like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. And then that's how we found out that they were getting into the show ourselves, which a lot of you probably saw the post on Instagram of her just crying. <laughs> that was so funny. Aaron's going, okay, Melanie, that, that tell the people why why you're crying. Apple goes, did that you see awesome. Mel crying? And I was like, what? No, what happened? <laughs> he was like, I haven't watched it either yet. I just... I just know we got to watch it, so we we sat down and watched. <laughs> I got I, I saw it for a couple seconds. I was like, okay, this is a thing. We got to sit down and be ready to watch. As <laughs> soon as she that. started crying, I was like, oh, this is going on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crying. I'm not. <laughs> no, it was like elated, overjoyed. Yeah. Well, I was, it was. I couldn't it was help awesome. it. I couldn't like the second we got the tickets, and I looked at the face of the ticket and saw how beautiful they were, and saw that we got it. Are like they a different. Picture? Well, yeah, that's a different. It's a lion we or some, those two. A tiger? What do you I, not call a tiger. That black thing. A panther. panther. Okay, sorry. I, that, that was really we bad. Taking pictures of the stuff we framed from all the shows we're going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sorry. anyway, so I hysterically laughed and cried, and I we were like, well, fuck, we're still hungry. <laughs> After that, like, emotional roller coaster. We just spent all of our money. And we just spent all our money. We're like, shit, I don't know if they've got an ATM here. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Whatever. So we just start walking. All of a sudden, Aaron's like, Mel, over here. We see Super Heady Tacos. So we go on over to Super Heady Tacos. And I was like, I think I have four bucks. I might have, like, three bucks or something. I open my wallet. Super Heady Tacos was four bucks. And we had three dollars and seventy five cents. I had seventy five cents in my pocket, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Mel." I was like, "We, I'm not gonna chip, jip them out of money. That's fucked up." Like, no, I, I want to give them what they are giving I'm like, us. Fuck that! It's family. You just go up there and tell them that you only have three seventy five and you need a taco. And I was like, "That's yeah, not cool, babe." Well, while we're in line debating this, a couple, like two rad dudes, just walk off behind us and was like, "Hey, man, you smoke the kind of cigarette." that I smoke can I have a bum a cigarette I was like for 25 cents it's yours and he was like all right I'll I'll take that deal and I was like yes I was like hell yeah and we were next in line so I order our food he gives me not only 25 cents but 50 cents so I give them a 25 cent tip and we get our fucking taco well while it, it wasn't, getting, yeah. While, while I was waiting for my taco, Aaron's doing this. It, while Mel's getting the taco, I turn around and Tommy's right there. And I go over and me and Tommy start talking and fucking, you know, Tommy's the man. And he's Tommy's, like, do you guys have, you know, tickets for inside the show tonight? And I was like, no. He's like, well, I got some. Boom. Laid those on us and fucking there, there we go. We're in for that. And off we go with our taco and we start walking around the lot and we're hanging out 
and it's almost time to go in and we just stopped like where everybody was getting ready to go in and me and Mel just hugged and she was like so what's the deal like what's going on and I said I don't know man I obviously there's something in there for us there's some reason that we're supposed to go in so let's go and we cruised in there and it was cool like Dix is cool because if you're not on the floor all the general admission all the stands is general admission so depending on when you get in there you can pretty much oh, pick anywhere, anywhere you want yeah that's awesome because we always have that problem at show like when we were at Autzen we all had tickets spread everywhere people are coming up going those are our seats yeah and, that and did suck rat. That that's did right. suck. We found Austin, pretty good seats at the end, though. That was yeah, you the, made me remember that. That that was the only part of the show that I kind of was lame that we couldn't all be together. But um, but that's that fine. Were. Yeah, but we, it was so cool. we all danced. We didn't even the, recap like, that show, so you guys don't know that yet. Say, you'll hear about that in February on the Austin <laughs> recap. <laughs> you guys are getting a summer recap. It'll be fine. You'll get it. You guys. Oh my gosh. Um, so anyway, we we chose to sit. Now it's one section. It's section one thirty. But page I, side. Um, what? Page side. Page side. Yep. I don't know. Down by the stage. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so that's that. where we were, and we met some really cool people there. Yeah, Chucky made a dive into our luggage before we left, and demanded, held a knife to our throats, and demanded that he take us to. Go see fish. Scared the crap out of me <laughs> in the car. I'm not, I'm, it's like <laughs> we're leaving to go, and you put it right on my shoulder. I'm like, ah, Jesus! Where does Chucky come from? We're all look at the when you posted uh, him in the airplane, like he's hijacked in the airplane. <laughs> oh God, I was like, holy shit! I sat down, and I think the lady's name was Kathy. That was Kathy sitting for, in and Jim. Jim. They were sitting in front of us, and. They had scooted back one row because the guy in front of them was talking about politics and she wasn't having it. So she scooted back and she sat down and she said hi to us. And she was like, is it okay if we sit here? Like the people up there were talking about politics. And I was like, yeah, it's totally fine. I reached over and pulled Chucky out of Mel's bag. And she, and she was like, well, that's not creepy. <laughs> she back up. She backed up a little bit. I was like, These are your fine. options, lady. No. You either got politics or Chucky juice. I said, "This is what you call a bag of tricks." <laughs> so I had to explain the whole thing to her. I was like, "Okay, okay, look, I'm going to make it not creepy. We have a podcast. Our sponsor sent us this thing. We're taking it to shows with us. Blah blah. We're going to take a picture of them, whatever." And she was like, "Oh." Okay, so we ended up grooving with them the whole show. Mm-hmm. They were totally cool people, and so hi Kathy, hi Jim, if yeah. you're out there. Hi guys. Um, but that that show, like Mel said, after all that happened in the lot, like everything came to us just magically, and mm, then I know, I mean, they it, open up with free, yeah, and it was off to the races that night. That show was fucking. Well, it was just such a, the free was just like the literal stamp on confirmation of like, you guys can have a million dollars or one dollar and you're going to get taken care of no matter what. That's what it was. And then they open with free. Like those were the thoughts that I was like jotting down in my journal. Like, like I had so much like uh, dictation to take about what was happening in our these moments and so literally after I danced my butt off to free and maybe the first couple songs what was it oh Harry I was grooving for Harry too that's when I took that video um what's the use blaze on I yep see I think I was already on my knees by that time like on my just 
just writing and they sounded so good so and friday night's show was my favorite of the two that we went i had been the first set. during the week leading up to the show i was sending mel i had been listening to talking heads and i had sent her cross-eyed and painless during the week and then they just busted out with it i was like holy shit um the martian monster at the end of that show was fucking awesome that encore and i don't even really remember after the show that first night i it's kind of blank to be honest i mean i just know lift was involved and that's really all i know what getting like up to the hotel room is like literally like boop. like i don't remember that at i don't all. remember leaving the show i will Partly, I remember I rem- leaving the show. I don't remember getting to the hotel and getting up to our room. I don't remember that. <laughs> I, just, I remember the next morning. I remember Saturday morning. We were sitting out here. I was wondering, like, uh, I, want, I want to know if they had a great time. I want to hear. I knew you had a great time. I was like, I want to hear about it. And then you guys called me. And FaceTime <laughs> yeah, me. They're just laying in, like, the, the nice hotel room, that beautiful bed. You guys looked so comfortable <laughs> and at we peace were. and high. You're just like... Your faces were just like, hey, and then you tell me all that that you guys just all heard. Yeah. So we we slept all day, Saturday, most of the day. Yeah, we got up early and ate and went back to bed and then got up and showered and went back to the show and ran right into the Higgs and John and his wife and Garrett and all those guys and hung out with them for a little while. Hey guys. Sorry we didn't make it. We'll see you next time. I promise. That was another point um, why Free was poignant that night um, because so we see John and you know we were like oh man we don't have wristbands to the RV lot you know John's like yeah it looks it's been a little bit you know tighter security this year um you know, I don't know, you know, whatever. So Aaron's like, well, you know, we walk away and Aaron's like, well, at least we tried, blah, blah. And it just in my mind, I just was like, fuck that. We're not. No, we're, we came to see. We really, truly did come to see the fucking Higgs. Yeah. They were talking about the bracelets. Like, I know that they jam. I wanted to dance like I like that was it. We wanted to see them. And so we leave the show. And at the end of the show, Aaron this is the second night. So we did not go see the Higgs the first night. And both of us didn't want to, to be honest. We wanted to go. We yeah. wanted to go. So anyway, the next night, Aaron um, and I were chilling, <coughs> letting everybody go out of the stadium. And we were sitting in the very back row, section 112. I remember that. And we were walking, or I'm sorry, sitting there watching everybody walk up. And Aaron sparks conversation with this dude named Brent. And I didn't know anything about this. So I was in my own me and Brent start talking. He's like, hey, man, why don't you guys come back to our camp with us? And I was like, oh, I'd like to, but we don't have wristbands. He's like, oh, we'll wristbands you guys in. Well, there's five of us. We'll go in and send a couple people out and give you guys the wristbands. You can come in. So we're, we hung out with them and went oh, through yeah. the whole shakedown, danced, fucking looked at everything, tripped out on posters brothers. and danced to the brass band and did all that. And then sure as shit, Brent fucking hooked us up, gave us wristbands. We went into the lot, walked right to where the Higgs were playing and hung out with them. It was just like, 
Right. Boom, boom, boom. I just have to say, too, that cute little moment when we were just walking aimlessly because we didn't know where the Higgs were. We just were walking and we were walking and then I walk around like the big speakers. And right at that time, John was about to jam and like, you know, go up to the mic and he looks over and we had just seen each other at the front of the show saying, yeah, you know, we don't know how we're going to get in. And then we turn around and lock eyes and we the smile like John's smile is always my favorite you know and it was just so they were freaking doing casey and the sunshine band get down tonight like that anything casey and the sunshine band period but then them doing that funking it up and jamming it up and grooving it up and then his beautiful wife is like with like i can't remember if she's a hula hoop like a little uh neon hula hoop or something it was it was fucking heaven it was uh, to an amazing show during during the second set, there was something that happened that made the weekend for me. Like on top of all of that, and all the awesome time you and I spent together, and everything. Like this was like the cherry on top of all of it. I'm up at the top. We we were in the last row, and I was behind the last row of seats dancing, and just super high and really grooving and. This brother walks up and me and him start dancing together and I could feel him like it felt good dancing with this dude like him and I were in sync and jamming together. And then he hands me a joint and we were smoking the joint together and I went and I gave him a hug and I went to introduce myself to him. I was like, hey, man, my name's Aaron. And he goes, shit, I know who you are, man. You're Aaron from No Simple Road. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, man my wife and I just stopped by to get a drink over here and I saw you over there and I was like, fuck that. I'm going to dance with Aaron from No Simple Road. And it fucking, like, being high and that open in that space with that happening, it fucking blew the top of my head off. Like, I almost started crying and I, like, looked at him and I was like, you just made my whole night, man. I don't even know what to say right now. Like, holy shit. You walked over here because of that? And I was like, and... And it felt good having you here. Like, don't leave. <laughs> Stay here. Keep dancing, man. I do have to say his wife, she was also Spanish. She was Mexican. And she gave me the best hug. I have had it in a really long time. Like, she was like a heart and chest press hugger. And like, super soft skin and such a sweetie. Like, that was a good hug. So they made Aaron's well like Aaron was like so elevated after that like he was like on the fucking top of the world and he should be and it was freaking cool and fun and we also had another sweetheart cutie sitting next to us Chris and his crew and the whole night and the whole weekend and the whole summer it has been magic upon miracles upon dreams being fulfilled upon blessings like it's so I don't much. even know. And that's what I want to talk because since the beginning of this, the recap, the Higgs thing, which we'll oh. have to add in the whole thing into the summer recap, but in between the gorge and them going to fish and seeing the Higgs in the parking lot of fish, we got, it was almost like a private concert from the Higgs when we went down to Boone's Treasury McMinimins in Salem and a little tiny bar and it was so fun we and we got to meet all the guys garrett david jesse john and hang out with them and we helped them tear down their equipment oh my god that was the funnest we were like part of the whole night at the end of the, the night part. it was amazing and we'll have to go way deeper into that yeah. on a summer it, recap well 
I mean, also, I recorded that whole show, so I'm going to put that out for everybody here. Just the them performing at Boone's Treasure. They did. They did like a five minute No Simple Road. That was. (laughs) It was. You guys, it was incredible. Like, first of all, the food was amazing. It was the perfect little dinner night with a the perfect. We had show a date special. night. We had a no we simple had a, road yeah, date night. No simple road date night. And the Higgs played no simple Higgs. Where our families like no simple Higgs tour. They geared us up with merch. We all loved our shirts. They played our theme song. They played our freaking theme song. Like not just like. Ryder, you have to tell that whole... Okay, so right, we're going to do a little mini rig- okay, okay. Higgs recap. Because why not? We're doing it. It's a five minutes in yeah. already. Uh, this. Me and, so we went through the whole first set, dancing and having a good time. The first set started, we just sat down to eat uh, dinner, and the song comes on. It's pretty, it's pretty chill right at the beginning. We're all gro- like grooving, eating some food, and everyone gets a couple drinks, and... Sorry. It doesn't... Wait, fuck. I lost it. Anyway, we finish eating, and then we go for a little break. And then we go outside. Um, Ryder and I are smoking. And then I was like, that'd be so rad if they played no fucking simple road theme song. We're whispering to each other. Ryder and I are like in each other's ears like talking on the other side of the hedge and they're still playing inside they're still playing and they we could not for like hear a little, us little joint break yeah so then we're done with our little joint we walk back in start grooving in we, we were dancing on the way in we really yeah. were we were there for like three and a half four seconds before they started everyone in. had came, come in and it was the first time we'd all gotten back together as a group and started dancing and immediately no simple road <laughs> and <laughs> we were the there was like the people that worked in the bar, the Higgs, us, and like like three couples, three couples, it was yeah. Smallest At the beginning, it was played. one couple and two other individuals. Yeah, I mean, it was a private Higgs, no simple road, and they didn't know what was going to happen. No, they, they didn't had know what no was going to happen. They said it's the smallest gig they played, but it worked out perfect because it was so. It, it was just, awesome. Fun. I mean, I don't care if it was to just us. Literally, it was freaking grooving yeah. and then they're um, they covered some dead for us oh they my did gosh, things they usually they did a dark star for us yeah. they don't they do did. that don't ask for that that was special for us <laughs> we love you guys we love you guys so much but yeah we helped them tear down and I we got to lift all the heavy shit it was fun oh my gosh Ryder was Ryder's so hired. bam bam was excited I started stealing the equipment from the fucking plays they were like those aren't RPAs man <laughs> we did we loaded up everything in the <laughs> we're making double work can't for them. take you guys nowhere man hey all this belongs to them alright here just take everything so it's been one week since you looked at me <laughs> it's been a long like, man, summer man there's been a lot happened there's been a lot that's gone down and look let's just be honest there's been a lot of tripping and a lot of concerts and a lot of podcasting and a lot of of changes have happened a lot of life outside the podcast yeah Yeah. a lot a lot this summer another monumental event which is gonna be a has to be on the next is our j-rad trip to eugene staying on jesse's Awesome wow. fucking farm. farm in Vita. Oh my god. Yeah. So a lot. It's been a lot. And 
that train just is continuing to gain steam and continue going. Our, our daughter's coming home yeah. in the next week and moving in for a few months to have our grandchild here at the house. She's not going to actually have the baby here at the house, but she's going to have the baby while she's here. And yeah, there's a lot going on. There's more shows coming and Bob Weir and Wolf Brothers are going to be playing here in Portland and we're all going to that and in a couple of months. You'll get a recap of that one in 2020. You will get a recap of that one the day after we will record it because we're here at home and we won't be traveling. That's true. Yeah. I, I think that's what happens when we're traveling. It's really hard to recap the day after come back after your long ass journey and be like all right we'll yeah. set up and i'm just so gonna tired. go take a nap yeah. yeah so you know all the stuff that we haven't talked about is coming guys like um <laughs> eugene dead and company that was just one of the most monumental experiences ever yeah. we haven't even told you guys mm-hmm. about and that's coming. The J Rad is coming. June Mel and I went to see Iodo, oh and that's coming. And <laughs> Mapache, Mapache and, and Grateful Shred. We did an interview. Yep, that's coming. Um, geez, Kevin Calabro That'll is coming up. Next. That'll come out next week. Um, he's the manager or a publicist for Chris Robinson Brotherhood and Circles Around the Sun and Mapache. Howl and Rain. And an awesome dude yeah and learn all about yeah you'll learn all about him and he's cool man he that guy has been a super friend of the show and has become a friend of mine and i was super honored to interview him with you guys and have him on the show it was really cool and i'm excited for all you guys out there to hear it so i know we've gone long and this is a long episode but you know there's a lot happening man we all we like it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we like talking about things that happen it's to fun. us and stuff. Seems yeah, like well, you guys, like you guys know by the name of our show, No Simple Road. Like we just, we're not gonna be the every week or the perfect one hour episode or. We say shit on the show, then we forget about it. <laughs> we'll and try for every week. We're gonna try absolutely, but life is. It happens, and so sometimes planning it is harder than not. So we're going with the flow, and you guys are coming on our no simple road. And it is you guys are a priority. It's super fun to do this, like because we get to recap and talk about and remember our cool vacations and concerts. But um, just know that we are human, and to Aaron a needs a little man, bit of a break sometimes. To, to quote a great man, when you blink, time happens. My son said that. Yeah. He also said rabbits do things you don't see. Which both are just the truest yes. facts I can think of at the I've moment. I've also told him to get his head out of the urinal and to stop licking the dog. <laughs> so, yeah. That happened too. He was very well for those first two. Now, you know what? I, I can honestly say for the first time in a really long time, really glad that it's a couple of months before there's another show really really glad that that's what we said about a month and a half ago when we didn't have a whole lot on calendar and every weekend is filled up with something well it's gonna i'm putting my foot down 
No, no, I'm no not. means no. I'm really down. not. I'm not putting my foot down. But I, I put my foot down. There's no shows. There's no there's shows. Not. I'm not going to shows while this baby is going to be around. It's not happening. Okay. Anyway, that's like I could just see Sydney being like, "Well, I'm going to that show." Yeah, right. <laughs> Sydney, <laughs> you staying home with the baby, Mike, Grammy? The baby. That's true. That's true. All right, guys. I, guess, I know that. what I want. <laughs> yeah. So this is exciting times coming, and yeah. of course, throw in Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Aaron's birthday, Ryder's coming. Oh my gosh, Ryder's birthday is tomorrow, you guys. When does uh, this come out? Melanie. T- t- oh, tomorrow. Wait, this comes out tomorrow, Melanie's. so my birthday is tomorrow. This when is Ryder's birth month. Yep. Birthday month. And Melanie's got October. Aaron's got November. December's Christmas. We're going to get a white Christmas again here. You guys made it snow last year. We're gonna make it snow again. Yeah, no if simple road family can control the weather. Yeah, Shit. If we can get get a head start on that, let's. If Bob let's make Weir it a can do it. Winter. We could do it. Yeah, let's make Shit. it a white winter. You guys want to just start already asking for snow? Guys, everybody that's out there that's listening, you're part of this family, and we appreciate so you guys, much. and we love you. And like I said, man, meeting you guys in person is one of the coolest things that mm-hmm. i've experienced there was a few people this weekend yeah we didn't mention everybody but there was i'll tell you what aaron and i were in denver and we weren't staying with like friends or anything we were staying in a hotel we didn't rent a car but when we got to the lot we kept on seeing people that we knew like the guy that we were dancing to the entire time um next to at the gorge Stuart. um he had like had sunscreen in his eye and his eye was like irritating him. And so he had to run up and, and like wash his eye out. But we were we were all talking to him and having an amazing time. Aaron and him were hugging like all this cool shit. And I'm waiting for that taco that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> and he was like, hey, I remember you from the gorge. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, but I don't remember your name. And I was like, me either. I don't remember yours. Yeah, that's, that's... So we reintroduced ourselves. And now I know his name is Stuart. And he was like, things are so much better. And, you know, it was just super cute. Like, so we see that, you know, Aaron's talking to Tommy. We bump into John. Like a few people at the concert said hi to, you know, Aaron mentioned that that couple. And there was somebody else. I know there was. There's a couple people. In the yeah. Room. So you truly are making like making it feel like family everywhere everywhere and that is amazing and i'll i'll like tip my hat to the internet for that yeah yeah so follow us on instagram guys and that's where you can find out what's going to be coming up and follow us on facebook if that's your thing because we put stuff up there too and head over to nosimpleroad.com for all the past episodes and remember when you're posting anywhere use the hashtag no simple road and the most 20 recent no simple road hashtags will show up on the website and you guys could see what's going on with each other and it's cool and fun and we also have the merch tab up there with some shirts left and stickers and the family tab where you could sign up for the newsletter and <clears throat> i just sent out an email today in the newsletter and feel free to answer if you're not on the newsletter um basically what i was saying is uh asking the family what you guys want to hear from us what do you want to hear us do on the show <clears throat> excuse me guys i have something in my throat 
Um, do you want to hear us just hanging out on the porch? Do you want to hear more interviews? Do you like what we've been doing? Do you want to hear more shows that we record? Do you, you know, do you have ideas for guests or ideas for the show itself? Um, send that stuff in to no simple road at gmail.com and we'll read it and take it into whatever advice under advisement. (laughs) Take it into our collective mind. And swirl it around in the soup that is No Simple Roads We're brain. Gonna write them all on pieces of paper and draw hats every episode. Draw, draw hats? Draw, I don't yeah, want to draw, draw hats. hats out of a piece of paper. That's hard. It's going to be That's hard. No, I don't want to draw hats on pieces of paper. <laughs> what did you mean, Ryder? I meant we were going to draw pieces of paper out of a hat. Okay. Put all the well, topics in. Well, okay. This one today. We'll do that. That's fun. We can do that. But yeah, send the stuff in, man, because... It's not just us here. You guys are here, too. You're sitting there listening to me talk, and you're part of the family, too. So if you're part of the family, you should have a say in what happens on the show. It's simple. That's simple. This is No Simple Road, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're the No Simple part. You guys... You guys be simple. You're making this very difficult. Now. I don't know. It's I'm confused. Part, it's now. our job. It's, no it's been a long road. month, man. I'm totally confused now. I don't even know what summer. the fuck's going All right. on. It's four. It's September fourth. What do you mean it's been a long month? <laughs> <laughs> it's four days. Dude, these four days. Four man. days in. It's been a long month. Two of those days were spent out in outer space already this month. So oh that's gosh. fair. It's been a long month. That's fair. Fuck. <laughs> When I woke up to go to work this morning, I thought I was going to die. So, <laughs> fuck. It was a long day. That's fair. I'm all better now, though. Good. All right, guys. All right. We love you. And we'll be back this weekend with Kevin Calabro's episode. And Ryder Blue, you kiss. And Mel, say something nice. Something I'm nice. <laughs> I, I don't know, you guys. I said everything I'm I needed to say. <laughs> I was going to no, say that. No, that's why I, I just blew a kiss. This, at first, when I started the show, I, I thought of it like I had to share Aaron's time with like whoever was listening. And as it's progressed and it's over a year old now, I feel like we all get to share this amazing life that we live with you guys and then we get this amazing feedback about the cool things that you guys are doing with your life and it really makes it feel like i'm hearing from like my niece out there or my my aunt that's having some cool trip or my crazy uncle that's you know still on the road after 30 years like it's super cool to (laughs) it's just a really cool thing that that aaron started and that you all are helping us keep up so I guess just thank you. Apple? And, and ditto. Oh. oh no. <laughs> no, everything else. The only thing I have to add to that is to what we kind of touched on is the to the listeners. Every time we go to a show is more exciting. And part of that is not the band. It's knowing we're going to see people that we have met and new acquaintances. All you guys, the family. We meet more and more people at every show. Mm-hmm. Who, who know who we are and we're loving to get to meet all of you it, it's just freaking awesome yeah. like Aaron said that one with the guy dancing every show we go to all of us have mutual experiences and then ones on our own when we're drifting around of running into people that listen to us and it just makes us feel so good and we love you guys and there's a lot coming up 
Yeah, guys. <clears throat> so take care of your crews out there. Take care of each other. Remember, safety third. Hydrate. Drink water. Be cute. Be nice. Hug a stranger. <laughs> There's lots of kisses happening. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers, think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast.